Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Woo. We're down here in Porchville. I'm loving this fucking redemption, bro. Oh, the redemption whiskey. It's a beautiful thing. Ladies and gentlemen of Porchville, Porchvillians, PorchvillePod.com, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play. Those are our two new ones. You can also check us out Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as always. You hey, know, Nick, we're worldwide. We're worldwide. We actually... <laughs> <laughs> We uh, well before before we get it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh take a quick second welcome Mr. AJ Wilkerson. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, yeah. What's welcome up, to welcome to Porchville, man. This is actually this is a lot nicer setup than I was expecting. You know, like <laughs> listen, you call it Porchville, and I was really expecting like you know like some front porch, like a couple rocking chairs, like we're yeah. sharing a microphone. But this is nice, you know. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> we we we're doing it too big. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, uh, we it, but it is on a porch. I mean, it's a back oh, porch. Oh, yeah, no, it is accurate. It but, is accurate. Uh, it's, a, it's nice out here, though, man. Though? You got the whole little setup with the bar and the, yeah, man. It's fucking beautiful. We love it. We love it. Um, Cody was talking about being worldwide. Earlier today, we were checking the the app, with the analytics app for our uh, website, and we had a couple hits from Ireland. 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 Yeah. Oh, and nice. What was the other? Bulgaria? Bulgaria. Something like that. So Italy. We're, we're worldwide. Hey, if you guys are listening from there, we love you guys. We love you. We love you. <laughs> and there were some, some folks out in Missouri and... Uh, Man, Missouri? Jersey, New York City, uh, all over the place. Are you telling me there was nobody from Kentucky? No, I can't believe it. No, and I... <laughs> Cody, Cody has a thing for slamming the, the good people of Kentucky. <laughs> oh, or, yeah. dude, maybe it's just the state as a whole. He just thinks it's a shithole. I think it's a fucking shithole. Oh, so <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, Kentucky. Al- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alabama hates us now, too. Thanks, AJ. Uh, I know these are the view, my, my views are my own personal thoughts and opinions and do not reflect the Portsville podcast in any way, shape, or form. Hit you guys with a disclaimer. You're hey, good to go. That works. Yeah. That works. So now I saw you a couple weeks ago here at the, uh, the High Dive um, doing stand-up. It was the first time that I had been out around the Gainesville area and seen any, uh, seen any comedians. I didn't even know it was a, it was a thing like it is. So, yeah, yeah, Gainesville's uh, Gainesville's got a comedy scene. <laughs> and that, <laughs> now, how long how long have you been at it? Uh, I've been at it for about six months now. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I hit up uh, open mics downtown at uh, at the midnight. Um, you know, uh, that takes some balls, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, it can be tough getting up there. Yeah. So uh, I'll give I'll go ahead and give you I guess the full backstory here. Do it. So. Uh, I found out this year uh, that I have autism spectrum disorder. Right. So found that out, started getting some, you know, help and assistance, things like that, trying to figure stuff out. Uh, got medical marijuana, hey. got my card. Beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, started therapy and stuff like that. And then finally, you know, with the different things I was doing that kind of helped with my social anxiety and stuff, I finally worked up to do it. You know, it was something <laughs> I'd wanted to do forever. Awesome. Oh, shit. But, uh, so yeah. awesome. So I had to go back... Uh, like two weeks ago to get my medical card renewed and uh like because the whole medical marijuana thing in florida is still pretty new you know so (laughs) when i go to the marijuana doctor uh that people can't see me doing air quotes but when i go back to the air quote doctor uh it's really you just walk into this hotel lobby 
Go straight past the receptionist. Just fuck them. Like, don't <laughs> say anything to them. They don't want you there. But you go past them into the conference room. Okay? And then the doc in the conference room, they set up this doctor's office. What air quotes the again. Fuck? Yeah. So... <laughs> There's I thought this, like, <laughs> this is. I thought it was a little more legitimate than it sounds. Like, yeah, no, no, no. It sounds like, a little like, sketchy. No, yeah, if it were anything other than like getting my my legal like my marijuana card, uh, I wouldn't have gone there. You know, <laughs> like, like if you as soon as you walk into the hotel conference room, like you you're immediately like, well, this guy's not like touching my kidneys. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like you just think immediately you're like, yeah, this could go south. Like there's probably a guy upstairs putting eyes in a bathtub right now. <laughs> Dang. You know, uh, but yeah. So, but then, like in the in the conference room, they've got like a little like a plastic fold out table with a little cloth over it and stuff. That's their that's the receptionist. Oh my God. Nice. But like, it, okay, you can't call it a doctor's office if you can see the doctor from the reception desk. It's true story. <laughs> it's like how every scary movie starts, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. It, but I mean, again, just because it it ha- it moved so quick in Florida, and then they're trying to spread out like out of those major areas. You know, Gainesville wasn't the first stop on like you know right. the legalized Florida. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, it's you know a temporary situation. But like I, that's obviously like you don't go to medical school thinking that's your future. <laughs> you know, it's a street doctor, yeah, yeah. street pharmacist. Yeah. So like so- I'd trust a doctor in a van more. <laughs> At least there's a door between him and the receptionist. Yeah. You know? I mean, I would assume she's got to sit on the curb. Uh, like, at least in a van, he could put, like, a curtain up, a curtain, like, something. you know, between the seats in the back. No, they just had, like, these, like, PVC pipe and cloth dividers they had made to set on the table, and that was the doctor's office. Nice. Air quotes again. Boom. I would just, like you said, bro, I'd feel like I was about to get my organs harvested. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Uh, so how much how, how much of a difference has the medical marijuana made for you being on the being on the spectrum? Like, how much has that affected you? Huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, I like with my autism and stuff like that, and people don't really talk about it a lot, but autism is, can actually be very regressive, especially if it's like untreated or like I didn't even know about it. I'm, right. Like I didn't find out until I was thirty one years old. Oh shit. You know. So when you're when it's not being treated and things can kind of pile up and like the best way i can explain it is like your like your hard drive fills up yeah you know so until you start working on it and start you know dealing with it and working on you know treatments and things to reduce that you're operating at like minimal capacity you know oh shit it's so, wild uh, man yeah but so that well that was what was funny was about the uh the doctor's office story so I have to go back to get my card renewed because you have to see a doctor every six months to Jeez, keep it. You that know? often? Yeah. Well, wow. it's it's technically it's you, it's seven months, but you have to renew you know annually and stuff. So it's just easier to just keep it at six. You know what's funny but, about uh, that is that I I I have my concealed carry license. Same. And I've had it for a few years, and I think it's good for like seven years or something mm-hmm. like that. Seven years. My 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 license for my car. I, I have a several thousand pound vehicle out there that I, I think is like six or seven years since I renewed my license. So for to to shoot a gun and to and to drive a uh, vehicle that could easily just run anybody down at the at a moment's notice, 
I'm good for like you know get getting checking in once every seven years or so. But for to smoke weed, oh fucks, that, every six months. Yeah, that's yeah. the most ridiculous goddamn thing I've ever yeah, fucking no, heard. I actually I talk about that sometimes on stage, like because uh, I, I have a I have several jokes that uh, are kind of about guns. Yeah, you know, in a way, and uh, I I'm a good old country boy. You know, like I grew up with weapons. Uh, yes. I was in the military. You know, it's just something I'm comfortable with. Right. Uh, but I'm also, I'm I'm all for common sense gun laws, you know. Like I'm, so I'm so I make a joke. Like I have autism, uh, major depressive disorder, and anxiety, and a concealed carry permit. Like one of those <laughs> things is not like the other. <laughs> like I'm all for everybody's rights, but I mean honestly, I probably shouldn't have that. <laughs> you know. <Man. laughs> Hell no, you should have it. You should. I have love it. it. Fucking right, you should have it. You know. But I'd look at you. I'd sell you a gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You need to be able Cody to protect yourself. Cody would sell anybody a gun. And that's not true, no, man. Well, I grew up with guns too. I'm very serious about here's guns. Here's the thing: like <laughs> mental health issues aside, I don't know how they gave me a gun. Yeah. Like if you look at the po- the picture on my concealed carry permit, uh, I look very suspect. Like <laughs> I look like a fucking have, convict like, in mine. I did. Look, Same I, for my driver's license. Like though. I don't, I don't want to like offend anyone or anything. No, so no. I'll say it like this: I look like I definitely would have been a, detained for a flight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this. I gotta see this. I don't have it with me. I don't think. <laughs> well, I don't have. Next with, time, I just next switched time. to one of those these like metal front pocket wallets. You know, so I carry less stuff around. So much better. I'm sure. I can't dude. do it. I, I can't do it. Probably love that thing. I gotta have. I gotta have my. Well, they say it's better for your back because you yeah, know, like sitting on true. your wallet yeah. is like one of the leading causes of back problems. As I sit on my wallet here. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the army. I, I I think I saw on your Facebook page. How long did you do that for? Uh, not long. No. Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't good at it. Yeah. Uh, it's like not I said, for everybody, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean I loved it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, I right. loved it. Um but uh I had I had I ran into like some some physical problems and right. then obviously the the autism which I didn't know about at the time, yeah. but you know, so some mental stuff as well and so I did mine and got out. Yeah. There's a lot of people who do that. There's a lot of people who don't even make it that far, bro. Yeah. Mm. So I mean like it's like I said, it's not for everybody. And dude, some of those people, they think they know what they're in for. And then they get there and they're like, oh shit, this is real. I went to go sign up yeah. and I walked to the recruiter's office that morning. Yeah, I was like 19. I didn't have a thing in the world going for me. I just lost my job at Kmart that I had for like three days. Um, you know, I was I was doing well in life. Um, I just want to know why they fire you after three days. Because I just stopped showing up. Oh, that's one way to do it. Oh, yeah. You were probably still hired. You just you <laughs> <laughs> didn't go back in like a month or two. Well, I it was Kmart, dude. As long as you got the vest, you can work there. <laughs> this is true. It's true. I uh, but I got up and I I said, you know what? I'm going to go down and I'm going to talk to these recruiters because I had I had met with them coming out of high school. Thought, well, fuck it, I'll go see what they're talking about now. And I walked all the way down there. The door was locked. I said, that's a sign. That's it. And I turned around and went home. And I never went back. So I was like, you know what? These fucking places <laughs> never close. Like, I've driven by them. I've driven by them at like 2.30, and they've got people inside trying to get them to sign up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, here it is, middle of the day on like a Tuesday, bright, sunny, and, and they're closed. Nope. Somebody, <laughs> somebody's telling me something right now. <laughs> I don't know. So 
Yeah, they've already hit quota, man. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need you right no. now. Just head on back to the house. <laughs> Just go. Yeah. Just go. So what's what kind of uh what kind of shows are you doing these days? I mean, how long are your sets? Uh Um so I uh like I said, I'm still new in comedy. I've only been doing it about 6 months. Mm-hmm. Um but I uh I write a lot like uh probably the so the first time I did it uh I was dog shit. Uh cuz I didn't know what I was doing. We, all, know, we all are though. It's probably yeah. to be expected yeah. a little bit. Uh and I'll say this comedy's harder than sex. So <laughs> think about how bad at sex you were your first time. <laughs> God, I was so shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Speak for yourself. Hey, I was bad, bro. I was like, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, okay. I got uh, into it. Next time, I was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make any comments. I'm not going to make any comments because I don't want to receive any messages out of the blue from anybody out there saying, you're lying. Oh, gee, I don't need it. I don't need it. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was great. <laughs> uh, I was <sighs> not. Uh, <laughs> no, I was actually... Uh, when I lost my virginity, I did have this cool little thing. Like, uh, I have a brother that I'm pretty close with, and uh, I was 16, 17. I had a car, uh, and my girlfriend, like, I'm from a very small town, and my girlfriend lived, like, it, I could get to her house by all dirt roads, <laughs> you know? Uh, so what would what would happen is she would come over to my house, hang out, stuff like that, and then I would drive her home, and my brother had to come with us, you know, as, like, a chaperone. To, but... He, I would let him drive. So like just my 12-year-old brother was just driving the car while I'm getting it into the back seat. Which I'm sure he was thrilled awesome. about, honestly. Hey, my brother is you know? an awesome driver, so. <laughs> yeah, so. It he, worked. So, uh, Christopher, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Hope you enjoyed my yeah. ass. <laughs> Uh, so Just yeah. don't look in the rearview mirror. So <laughs> I, I was definitely not great at it, but I think the dirt road, like I think that might have helped. Threw, threw yeah. in a couple Just, extra moves for you. Yeah, and but it gave me the confidence, and that's what confidence is key. Right. There it is. And so yeah, let, let me give you mine. My so my my first time. This is why it was so awful, right? So my my girlfriend I was with was fucking crazy in love with me, virgin virgin love. You know how that goes. Oh, and uh, all of a sudden, she had planned where she was going to be at her friend's house and uh she knew I was coming over and we were going to be alone <laughs> right dude i walk in the fucking house there are candles lit all throughout the entire house that just spells <laughs> pressure bro it was awful bro i'm like what are we doing i feel like i'm in the middle of some crazy ritual <laughs> like this is it was insane to me i was not about it i was not about it i was just like all right this is a little much wait how old was your girlfriend we were both like 15 or 16 or something i don't know something stupid She's trying to get on 16 and pregnant <laughs> <laughs> thank god that didn't happen oh god oh my god sorry guys i'm, I'm adjusting my cable here but dip. next time was go. a lot better got it got it Jesus. done right next time <laughs> i was just like not into that i was like man <laughs> a lot of pressure here well i mean i think my my first time was you know a good 10 15 seconds so you know i really <laughs> i really wasn't too worried about any candles or fucking anything else you know uh, I, I don't even think i had time to blink <laughs> before i knew it that was it I was a man. No. Oh, yeah. No, you were a man. <laughs> you got it done in 15 seconds, bro. You were a man. 
That's how yeah. men do it. Get in there, get <laughs> quick and painless. Rip off the bandaid. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been playing a lot in uh, Gainesville. Um, where else around here are you getting out of town a lot? Um, I'm getting there now. Um, so I've gone. I've done a couple shows out of town, like uh, mostly open mics and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but next Friday, actually, I'm going to St. Augustine. I'm doing uh, Jackie Knight's uh, comedy showdown. Very cool. So yeah, doing. Uh, competition and you know hopefully uh, that all goes well. It could lead me lead to me uh, going and doing some other places, some other shows. How do time. you uh, how do you prep for a show? Do you stand in front of the mirror and recite it, or you know? Um, so yeah, so uh, definitely at first, like that's that's what I was doing was I you know get in front of the mirror and really rehearse and and everything like that. But part of um, when when I was f- like you know still really really brand new is I had to write everything like exactly word for word. Mm-hmm. If I was even like one word off, I was like nope, I missed it. You know, <laughs> Dang. um, and it it is like that sometimes. But I'm kind of learning like how to play with it a little bit more on stage and kind of I can get a little more free with it because I know what my concept is and where right. I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know where my punches are, so I know I how I, how to mix it up a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but uh. Well, yeah, so like my my process now is um I'll kind of go through and look through my material, decide what I'm going to do that night and uh you know, I I have all of my jokes written, but I have them like in a like a Google Doc mm-hmm. um like table and I just have all my joke titles and then I have them linked to the long form joke. Nice. So like if I if I really if I want to review it or you know, I'll have my set list and then I'll just click that joke review okay here's that bit and then click go back to my table and then okay what's my next here's my next one kind of review that a little bit God, see if awesome. i want to yeah see if i want to play with it a little bit mix anything up and yeah. well and like i said before like i've been in a band for a long time and i was the singer of the band so i always had to you know remember the words and get up there and recite word for word um and when you're a singer you you know you when you write the song you want to stick to that melody, and 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 you do. But the longer you're doing it, the more you you're able to get away and play with it. And that's where I think that, you know a lot of the real fun and the magic of being on stage and getting into that moment really starts to take hold because you, you're able to sort of just riff on things a little bit, and um, that that's just I think it's the fun part, you know. Just, oh yeah. Just letting it, letting it take its take its shape. Yeah, well, and that's kind of where I'm getting to now is, like, I'll have bits that I don't have the the bit worked out yet. Mm-hmm. Or I, I just have, like, my idea about it. Right. And so I'll just get up and do it and see what happens, you know. And uh, that's kind of the, the, the cool part about, like, the Gainesville comedy scene is, like, you know, we've got, like, big showcase, like, showcase shows, mm-hmm. like the show at the High Dive that you came to. Or, yeah. You know, we do these weekly shows at, at some other venues. Um, but then we also have, like, some open mics and some venues that are, you know, kind of tucked away where you can go and like you know work on work in the laboratory a little yeah. bit you know so uh we're obviously we're not as big as, as you know some major cities but we've got uh people behind the scenes uh we've got uh uh Jen Arkey and and bob smith and some guys like that and like pat that are you know behind the scenes and kind of yeah. helping you know keep it going and it's it's kind of getting it's kind of getting bigger now yeah. you know i think i think people are, are starting to realize like you know, back in the 90s when, you know, Gainesville could only support, like, two comedy shows, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, that was when the population was, like, 90,000. And yeah. now we've got, like, 130, 140. Well, you and know? also, to be to to be honest, at that time, if you had a stage, you were putting a band on it. Yeah. Because yeah. the scene, music. Yeah. music was 
massive. Yeah. Around, but Gainesville is, is such a culture hub and, you know, mm-hmm. comedy kind of comes with that. And I think, like, if you look at, like, Nashville, Nashville kind of blew up as, like, a comedy city because people realize, like, hey, there's already mics and stages, yeah. like, you know? Dang. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, eventually, you know, that, that culture, that community will rise up in those places once they realize there are those opportunities. So you you, is, is Gainesville your place or, you, or could you see yourself going somewhere else relocating um i mean i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna have to relocate at some point yeah you know um is this the dream though is oh, doing, sure. doing stand-up for sure like after that first time like there's a there's a, a type of adrenaline that that hits oh, you yeah. when you're up there that you yes. don't you can't get from anything there, there's yes. no drug there's no yep. anything that feels like that i could you imagine know? dude it's yeah it's uh it, it it's just exactly that it, you you can't really it's hard to really describe it to people that have never performed i guess you know but i i always hated practicing i i despised <laughs> it i still do um band practice uh going into a recording studio all of that i hated it because i i thrived off of a live audience and um all these years, all these, all this practice that I've done over the years, I've, I've hated every fucking minute of it, but I absolutely loved being up on stage. So it was like, well, if I have to do this thing that I hate to do this over here, fuck it, whatever. I mean, it's just makes everything tolerable. I suppose it, uh, it's just a lot of fun. So for me, like being on stage with an audience, it's, it's a it's a clarity and it also it fills it fills a need for me mm-hmm. like i said with with my autism like i'm very bad in social situations yeah. like you know i have to be really comfortable with people before i really can just have like normal everyday conversation like small talk and like the random is or stone huh or stone or stone or, there or we stone go. <laughs> uh, preferably both you know hey. but on stage like it's not a it's it's a conversation yeah. but there's only one response I I'm trying I'm trying to get mm-hmm. right and so it's I can communicate my thoughts and ideas without having to worry about what some like uh, other people's interjections so I'm kind of in control of the conversation yeah and so it's kind of like you know it's if you're not a, if you're not a great dancer you definitely want to lead yeah you know yeah um because if you if you're in charge then it goes at your pace right. you know yeah. I'm not trying to salsa. <laughs> You know, you know, a salsa guy. No. So, but yeah. And it's, that's just, you know, and I'm, I'm bad with emotional stuff. So, but that's the one emotion I get is that, that laughter that it's, it's a high, you know, it, 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 it just does it for you. You know what it is. We haven't really figured out yet, but it it does it for you. You know, whatever that is. I'm a three quarter. Fl- I'm a three quarter mess just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you have you had a bad night yet? Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Like like I said, when I first started, I was not great at it. Yeah. I've eaten shit yeah, a see, lot. I want to know about you know? the hecklers, man. Yeah, have you had any of those? Uh, Has that been a thing yet? Not for not like hecklers. Like nobody's like like yelled "you suck" or "get off the stage" or anything like that. Um. The hecklers I run into more are the guys that have been drinking, and so they want they like want to be part of the show. Oh, yeah. oh man, yeah, um, yeah, and so, but I, I've I've typically won those exchanges, um, <laughs> you know, because like I said, up there I'm in my element, you know, uh, that's my home turf, 
like I, I listen I listen to some other comedians every now and then and and the the way they'll they'll talk about some of these hecklers man it's just unbelievable and then like you gotta do you throw them out hell yeah you throw them out the fucking place get them the fuck out yeah. of there that's what I would do I mean yeah. I've definitely been at shows where a heckler was was you know asked to leave but they just weren't heckling me right you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so I uh, like I said I worked my way up I started being less dog shit because <laughs> um, I really uh, again it's I joke around. I I talk I talk about my autism as a superpower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of is because I have with my autism, I have these intense focuses, you know, and it's almost like it's like reverse ADHD. I'm just right. locked in on those things, you know, and it's it before I knew like what it was and how to use it. Like I just learned. I just wasted it on you know just horse shit. You yeah. know, like I learned to knit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I used to do like paracord, like paracord bracelets, and right. like dog leashes, and all. You want to come to an like ugly that. sweater party? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like I, so, I would just you know go through these intense focuses, but it it wasn't none of it filled a need for me, so it was was never anything I really stuck with. Right. And then now, comedy, like I've done this now three times longer than any of my other like weird <laughs> random hobbies, like nice. you know. I'm kind of in it at this point um, because like, I guess now that I'm seeing like a professional and was able to, you know, hone in on that, you know, that what that is in my brain. Yes. And I can kind of direct it now, you know, so See, I, 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 I think I'm, a, it at I'm a pretty visual learner. So it's like, uh, like we got a guest coming on not too long. He's a disc golf player and he's one of the best players in the world. Right. Or is. And uh, that's, that was my mentor. That was my mentor. He's, he taught me how to play the game and, and I think just visualize, visually seeing him do something was it was, it made it click for me, you know. And uh, that that that's the kind of stuff that works for me, you know. I got to be able to see it, and I want to see the best. Because yep. if it's not the best, I'm not learning anything because they don't even know what they're fucking doing. Yep. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, who's who's the influence for you? The guys um, you look up to. So I've actually got a lot of them, like because I grew up with my dad. Like like I said before I ever had the balls to get up and do it, like comedy yeah. was always my passion. I grew up with my dad, like uh, riding around like in his truck and stuff. And like my first job when I was like in high school, I was when I was 14, I started working with my dad, like construction work, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So riding all day, like around like work during the summers, riding around with his truck when he picked me up, like uh, after school, cause where he worked was close to my high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. We would listen to old comedy tapes. Yeah. You know, so I listened to like old like uh, Jerry Clower. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Jerry Clower? Mm-hmm. Uh, so old Jerry Clower tapes, old Jeff Foxworthy tapes. You know, oh, Foxworthy uh, man. God. My dad, my dad had like a Jeff Foxworthy tape from like the early '80s, oh, and it was man. like one of his like club <laughs> tapes, like back when co- like comedians oh, would wow. release albums to try and get famous. Yeah. You know. And it was like, but it was back when Jeff Foxworthy was still dropping f bombs, you know. <laughs> Before he got all wholesome and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, like stuff like that. But then, like as I as I got older and uh and stuff, like you know, the, all the Comedy Central specials and the oh, the man. half hours and stuff like that. And like, I fell in love with this comedian. Uh, his name is Kyle Kinane. Okay. Um, Not ring a bell off no. top of it. No, but I guarantee you, you've heard his voice. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever watched Comedy Central, the deep-ass voice on the Comedy said, you're watching Comedy Central. Oh, okay. That's Kyle Kinane. What? Oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, I started listening to his stuff, and it, it just, I don't know, it was, to me, at the, especially at the time, it was just like, yeah, 
You know, just <laughs> I like that though because you know a lot of people would get up there and say, "Oh, I'm inspired by you know," and you and you rattle off the names that everybody's heard. Oh yeah. You know, so I like the fact that you've got somebody that's you know a little bit of an offbeat guy that you know. Oh yeah. Not I, everybody's I, gonna know that name. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get into like the 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 heavy hitters and stuff like that of comedy until I was a little older. You know? Yeah. And then I went back and you know watched more of like the Richard Pryors and the Eddie Murphys and the. You know, the Rodney Dangerfield. Good God. Rodney Dangerfield. Um, yeah. But like yeah, but now like I think now, Rodney Dangerfield was incredibly uh underappreciated in, in you know, like as far as uh when, when people people think back on, you know, great comedians, you know, I don't think Rodney Dangerfield is really given the respect. Oh, Jesus no Christ respect. given the respect he deserves. I get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> He's been setting it up for years. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> but honestly, because he is, I mean, the guy is fucking hilarious. Okay. I, I absolutely love Dangerfield. And, uh, well, well, so it's not just that, but like looking at like the nuts and bolts of comedy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just, that's how I've kind of approached it as like a student. You yeah. Know? Like my entire life, I've just been soaking it up. And, uh, like, uh, the thing with Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield that's like incredible is because Rodney Dangerfield was kind of a one line co- one liner comedian. Mm-hmm. The amount of one liner jokes that he had to memorize for so, like for like a half hour, he oh, had yeah. three hundred jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's not it. Like you you get like comedians like I have bits and things like mm-hmm. that. Like I have I have some shorter jokes, but I have bits and I have like longer pieces of material. So. I can kind of even if I f- like forget the joke, I can riff on the topic a right. little bit. But right. when you have three hundred, you have to be back to back to back. Like it was incredible the amount. Like you look at other comedians, they have to have like maybe uh, forty jokes, mm-hmm. fifty jokes, sixty jokes that are actually going to hit. You yeah. know, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Another guy that uh, talking one-liners. I I think honestly, I think he may be my favorite of all time. He may be one of the best ever. Is uh, Mitch Mitch Hedberg? Yes. Love Mitch. I, I, you can't say enough good about Mitch Hedberg. He's fucking incredible. Um, and you know, of course Dave Chappelle. Uh, you know I'm a I'm a massive Chappelle fan. Always have been. Um, but man, Hedberg, I, I really wish we'd have had more time with that guy. Oh yeah, because he's he's fucking great. Was he one of those guys who died at the same age as like all the other? I don't think he was. I don't know. I, I don't no, think he was twenty seven. Twenty seven. I don't think he was twenty seven. Twenty seven is the age. It's the twenty seven club. Yeah. yeah, that's a nuts thing. That's pretty wild. It's you know what? How old it, was it's he? It's crazy. How old was the guy? I think he was like thirty two. Thirty two. I can tell you, but yeah, the uh, you know that the club twenty seven. I know there was some that preceded him, but it really sort of gained prominence when uh Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin and uh Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix all died yeah. at twenty seven yeah, back 27 in twenty seven years old, man. Back in the sixties. I feel like we've made it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're safe. Yeah. <laughs> he was twenty. I get to he kill myself slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg was thirty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty-seven. He, he was. He really was. He's fucking brilliant. He's like which ten is, more years, which just goes to show you, weed and mushrooms will give you that extra decade. <laughs> Fuck <know>? yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heroin though. That that's the yeah. that's the bitch. That yeah. one, that's the one that did him in, I believe. Um, which is fucking sad, but I mean, he really, absolute legend. Um, and you know another guy, and I don't know, I don't know how much shit I'm gonna take for this, but one of my favorite comedians. Of all time, and this could be a little bit because my wife and I, when we were getting together, um, we listened to this guy a lot. 
uh, and that was Dane Cook. I love Dane I'm Cook. Huge man. Dane Cook fan. Where do you come down on Dane Cook? Uh, I, I mean, I feel so, like he was like the Nickelback of comedy for a while. Kind of like yeah, yeah. yeah like it was <laughs> it, like if you liked Dane Cook, you were you were a garbage person. Yeah. But no, like <laughs> respect where it's due. Like the dude blew up. Yeah. You know he was like, and that's the thing in comedy. Like if if a comedian starts doing like really well, especially if he's doing better than how other comedians think he should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that that's where you get those, you know, those rumors and those stuff right. like that. And then, I mean, there was also some stuff, um, you know, some accusations and things like that, I guess, as far as like where material was coming from. Yeah. But it wasn't like Carlos Mencia yeah. level and all, oh, yeah. all yeah. of the Dane Cook stuff was squashed. Oh, yeah. My you know. God. But, Who uh, was it that Mencia ripped out? It was Bill Cosby, it wasn't was it? Everybody. Yeah, he and, and, and everybody. everybody. But but I remember I think Bill Bobby Cosby Lee? was like the he first did, one. He I did heard have of. some bits that were like word for word Yo, Cosby. Yeah. He ripped it's Bobby and, Lee. Yeah. He ripped Bobby Lee's and, uh, yeah. and Joe Rogan called him out for it. Sure did. Oh man. Sure did. Yeah. Love, it was lo- awesome. I, love love Joe Rogan. We're obviously we're obviously big fans. Oh, um God. you know and, and, another and, guy that doesn't get the respect. hundred percent. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his stand-up, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you were saying that the other day. Like, I think he talks about uh, sucking too much dick. And <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with sucking dick, man? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I if I watch a bit on Joe Rogan, and the guy's just... Uh, Showing everybody how he's. I think you got tainted. I think you got tainted like one time. Uh, you you watched a bit where he was talking about blowing somebody. I don't know and, all and these. I don't know all these new school, you know, millennial sexual words. So what does tainted mean? <laughs> tainted <laughs> is not a sexual taint, word. Who, oh, that's not I like mean, a sex act no, thing. I mean, like oh, tainted okay. as in uh, like like tainted the water. You know, oh, like, okay. like that's <laughs> what. I, I think I think he watched a bit about Joe Rogan talking about sucking dick and it went on a little too long for your flavor yeah. and. It just lost it sort me. of sort of tainted your uh, right. And now every time I think of Joe Rogan. Rogan's comedy, all I see is him freaking looking like he's down in some <laughs> giant hog, bro. I know the bit you're talking about. Like, yeah. I'm like, good God, Joe. It is, it is funny shit. <laughs> I it mean, is, it's funny. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Like, I can sit here and talk about it now and get a good laugh out of oh, it. Oh God! I was watching yeah. it and it was a little horrified. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it just he's just one of those guys that people like to paint as a villain. Like yeah. if you if you like Joe Rogan, you like Joe Rogan. If you don't yeah. like Joe Rogan, you fucking hate Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know. And where where do you you know there's there's a lot of people talking these days about how he is kind of like the center of the world right now where, you know, people are coming to him for information. Like, in, yeah, well, which, the, by the way, he said, like, he thought it was just totally fucked up. He's like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he has a lot of really intelligent guests on his on Well, his not show. not just that. Like, that yeah. dude, like, he literally, he kind of lacks knowledge like a computer. Absolutely. Like, he, it's ridiculous. Like, he just consumes yeah. everything. You I, know? I, I heard him talking to a guest, and he's like, oh, yeah, that was from this book, and it was called blah, blah, blah. It was, like, page 237, paragraph two, and I'm like, <laughs> I am never going to get to that level. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, like, he's on all that good shit, though. He's on all the HGH and probably all the yeah. good vitamins. And <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like microdosing LSD. Yes, and he's he's on these like weird mushroom coffees that give you like yes. give you like super mind oh. powers and yeah. you know, make your dick bigger. Yeah. If there's a if there's a pill that works at making your dick bigger, Joe Rogan's, Joe Rogan's got, got it. it. Yeah, it, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's Extracted the, from the soul of a jellyfish. Like he's got this. <laughs> okay, this 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 is one of those jokes that like some people might get turned off by. So my just, favorite kind. Yeah, warning. So like, 
I'm like Joe Rogan is definitely hooked up with the same Dr. Magic Johnson has. Oh. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? He's he, is he he's got AIDS or something? He's no, he's he's HIV positive which apparently always turns to AIDS and kills you. Really? But he's just been HIV positive for like 35 years. <laughs> I don't even know how long at this point. I've like, never heard that. Yeah. I've no. never heard mm-hmm. that. That's crazy, dude. No. That's so nasty. <laughs> So nasty. <laughs> 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 oh, that, that's, basic, that's why his NBA career ended like his prematurely. NBA? Oh, Magic Johnson. Magic yeah, Johnson. 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 He's not talking about Rogan. Well, he said they go to the same doctor. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying the doc. Magic Johnson's doctor has the cure. <laughs> oh, okay. For right. HIV. <laughs> no, Joe Rogan's just juiced to the gills, bro. He was on freaking all the HGH oh. and all the DMT. He's got like the limitless pill. Yeah, he's got he, that. He, he works out. That's that's another thing. Like I don't do any of that. That that would be the hard thing for me. No, he doesn't work out like regular people that, work uh, out. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. That's true. Joe Rogan is training to be a superhero. <laughs> God, like I'd hate run, to get kicked like by that man. Climbing mountains <laughs> and running up up like you know, hills and. Oh he's my ridiculous. God! He's got like a. Uh, he has a. It's not for work. Work well. I guess it kind of is for working out. He's got a like a isolation chamber. Yeah, you know right. you can fill it with like Epsom salts and stuff like that. And just like so, like obviously that has some like health benefits as well. You know because of the muscle relaxation and stuff like that and like recovery, but also just the isolation chamber. Like that dude will take acid and just sit with his <laughs> thoughts. DMT dude for hours, and I don't. Fucking have you ever know have you ever done I, acid? No. no. Uh, so what I've about actually, you? Yeah. 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 I've actually been talking with people about this recently, like. I started smoking weed, and that was, like, they say weed's a gateway drug and stuff, and, like, <laughs> it's not, but it also kind of is. Cause, like, and I'm not going out to do heroin or anything, right? but right. I'm very interested in psychedelics, <laughs> you know? Has it, has, it, has it brought about, like, oh, this was good. Like, maybe this other no. stuff isn't as bad as I've so heard. So I actually asked my therapist a couple weeks ago about DMT. Yeah, man. So I was, I was like, look, the medical marijuana has been helping, and, like, I've been reading these articles about how, like, mushrooms and, like, the, like, what is it, the parabens? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Phyllocycline, whatever it is that's in mushrooms, apparently it has Psilocybin. a lot of mental health benefits. Joe Rogan would know. Yeah, he would he definitely fuck know. He'd know, um, right? But Tell like, you the fucking molecules. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of, like, they're doing testing now, and a lot of psychedelics help with autism. Yeah. And things like that. Like, they have positive like, Let me Let me tell effects. you this, brother. So, so you know how uh, things around, like, a natural, or, like, are reflected in nature? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so... The closest thing to uh, the infrastructure of a mushroom is, like, the internet. Yeah. And, and it's kind of wild because, like, it how how it does your brain is it'll actually rewire and, and yes. do all kinds of other stuff to exactly. your brain. So it's great for um, for soldiers with PTSD and all that other stuff. So if I was going to – if you're going to do anything the first time, I would say take a really low dose of some psilocybin – or some mushrooms, bro. Yeah. So, but that's what I was talking about. Like, I was, I had done a lot of research about DMT and, like, you know, and things like that. And, like and five I, minutes there. Yeah. So, I was talking with my therapist and I was like, um, you know, what do you think? Like, do you think I could, I should try it? And she's like, look, I'm a doctor. I can't tell you to try it, but I'm also not going to tell you not to. There so it is. So, I was like, I was from the doctor. I was getting that, don't do it. Yes. <laughs> do it. <laughs> 
Like that, what is it? The like the librarian from Bob's Burgers, like, no, don't do it, do it, do it. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, let's do some mushrooms. Let's do let's it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> no, I, I I did mushrooms years ago. Uh, I was on a trip with uh, family uh, to Michigan, where I'm from, and uh, yeah, a cousin of mine. He was just like, here, try this. And I was drinking all night, and I didn't know what it was. And I said, okay. And I just ate it and realized pretty quick it was mushrooms. Yeah. So <laughs> that was interesting. It was an interesting couple of hours. Uh, do you know how much you did? I mean, whatever was just in my hand. Oh, that could have been a lot. It could have been a lot. So <laughs> I, know, I know I don't like mushrooms. Right. Like, in general, like, you know, on a pizza. Were they dried? Yeah, they were fucking dried. All right. And I ate, I ate them, and... I, I don't know. It was it was and disgusting. You had a handful. I had a handful, and they were dried. Yes. Oh my god! Uh, it was like it was you know. It sounds it was, like you did too many mushrooms. It sounds like I, you I, did too much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I remember laughing a lot. Yeah. I'd been drinking a lot, and then I ate a bunch of mushrooms. You will instantly and, you so know. if you you could be uh, vomiting on the floor floor sick if you took some mushrooms. Uh, maybe I'm thinking LSD, but one of the two. If you took, I think it's mushrooms. If you took some mushrooms, bro, you'd immediately sober up. Actually, I'm thinking LSD. That's LSD. LSD will sober your ass up like you wouldn't believe. Mushrooms, oh, really? Yeah, uh, mushrooms though, bro, are fucking crazy. See, I did, I did, I did acid when I was a kid, like 15, you know. So I wasn't really much of a drinker back then. So right. I wouldn't even know. Dude, uh, I I recommend a microdose. Uh, I've had these <laughs> little, uh, not of acid, of some some mushrooms though. If 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 you ever. If you ever do ever want to do that, it's really good. It's almost like you've smoked a good joint that lasts like five hours. Like, yeah, I'm gonna stick to my Coors Light over here. <laughs> right, <laughs> Blue Mountain Rockies. Hey. <laughs> I'm, my whiskey's dry. It's still, it's still blue. It'll do it. Silver yeah. bullet, exactly. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> I'm gonna grab me a beer, man. Coors Light. <sighs> So what's the uh, do you have any like bigger shows coming up? You said you said you had one Friday um, next Friday. Yeah, so next Friday uh, I'm going to uh, Jackie Knight's Comedy Club in St. Augustine for the Comedy Showdown. And that's a that's a competition. Uh, yeah, that's a competition. So you know, uh, I think there's eight comics. Um, first place, it's audience vote. So you know, first place. Uh, yeah, first place. It comes back in February for the winners show. Oh really? So yeah. it's it's broken up over a few months. Yeah, and Jack, but Jackie Nights is also a place like a lot of the uh, the people that that kind of hang out and come to those shows. They uh, they also run rooms in other cities and stuff like that. So I could Very potentially cool. go, yeah, get some get some other shows and stuff from that. Um, I'm gonna be headlining uh, a uh, World of Beer show show on December fourth. Hey, yeah, awesome. so it's gonna be my first time. I'm trying for a half hour. So. Cool. <laughs> nice. How yeah. long? How long do you generally do now? Right now, uh, just depends on the show, but you know, between five and fifteen. Really? They, like there are five minute shows? No, 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 no. Where I have a five minute set. Oh, so there. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like there's yeah, sets there, that are only I mean, five minutes. Open mics and, yeah. and and things like that. Yeah, typically. It's crazy. Um, that's kind of yeah. cool though, because especially if you're a young starting up comic, man, you can get on stage, you get a little experience. Yeah. You don't have to sit there and. And freaking really go for a whole set. Well, but you know the other thing too is like five minutes of just talking by yourself. 
it's actually difficult to do. Yeah. Well, know? I mean, and like people that are just getting starting, they'll, they'll typically typically start them in like two or three minutes. Yeah. You know, um, I think my first two set two like sets I ever did were three minutes. Where was your uh, first set at? Uh, at the midnight downtown. Yeah. They do. Uh, yeah. They, they do a uh, open mic show. How'd that every feel? Tuesday. Just getting up there the first time. <laughs> they call your name. Like, what was that? What was that like? Like, you said it was better oh, than was, sex. <laughs> no, no, no. The the feeling you get like once you once you get that laughter, that's the better than sex. Yeah. Did um, you get laughs first first time up? A couple. Yeah. A few, like not as many as I wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the thing when you're first starting. Like you kind of have to pack everything in there because you got you've only got two minutes, three minutes to make an impression. Did you do any you know? like? Like testing on family or friends before you went, or did you just say? Oh, for sure, I drove my family nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because not only was like, did I like make them listen to all my new like bits of material and everything, but it was it was still dog shit material at yeah. the time, you know. Do you have somebody though that will tell you that? Well, I some, do now. Yeah. I do now for sure. Cool. Yeah, but like I said, I was also I was still getting laughs like with that material, like that dog shit material. Mm-hmm. Like I could get a couple laughs out of it, you know. Yeah. So it wasn't a complete loss, and like you know, a couple of those bit those pieces I've been able to like take and redo and like turn into something you know moderately useful now. Have you had to? Have you had to sort of build your like like a almost like a caricature that you use during like while you're up there doing it, or are you just sort of you just going up there and doing you? I'm kind of just doing me. Yeah. Um, I'm just doing like an exaggerated version of me. Like I'm mm. doing me if I had like four drinks in me and was feeling like a cocky <laughs> motherfucker, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, but that's because I'm like I'm typically a, I'm a little high. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, some I'm 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 yeah I'm lit like a Christmas tree up there. Hey, uh, nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. It's it's awesome. Like it's there's clarity. There's you know, in, in my brain it just it's, it just helps shuffle all the bullshit out. Yeah. you know, especially if you got your purpose, man. Yeah. You know what yeah. you're doing. You're fucking um, good. Yeah, and like I said, now I'm at the point where I'm comfortable enough up there that. Sometimes I'll just completely go off book and be like, you know what? I've been thinking about this, and I'm just gonna go off on a tangent. Yeah. Um, and it's it's probably as close as I'll ever get to being like a freestyle rapper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they you kind of get that feeling. Like I've definitely like come off stage and been like, I feel like fucking Kanye right now. <laughs> uh, you heard he's running for president. The next I, 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 I heard he said he was running for president. <laughs> I heard he said he was going to. Bet he'll try to be a Republican. We'll 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 see. We'll see. I hope he stays out of it. I, I'm I'm so I'm so. Oh. I'd vote for the. I'd I'd actually. I mean, if any celebrity is gonna run, I mean, let's get the Rock in there. Yes, <laughs> I'm voting for the Rock. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Why not? It, you Cause a UFC gonna, fan? Because who's gonna fuck with that guy? You know, like like. You know any 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 foreign leader? They're gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna fuck with that guy. It's yeah. the Rock. He's gonna rock bottom fuck. your candy ass. <laughs> there's they're like at a peace summit somewhere, and some guy's like, you know what? I'm not taking my finger off the button. And all of a sudden, he's like, why are my feet not touching the ground? Uh, <laughs> he's gonna throw that eyebrow up at him. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Foreign policy fixed. He's like, oh. sign the papers if you smell or do you want to smell what the Rock is cooking? You know. Oh, man. <laughs> so we, we get we get Hulk Hogan as like the White House press correspondent. Oh my like, god, man! 
Too bad, too bad Macho Man's not still around. Bonesaw! <laughs> oh, yeah! I got three minutes of playtime. <laughs> We're big Bonesaw fans around here. First Spider-Man, come yeah. on, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took me. It took me like six weeks to figure that shit out. Who the fuck they were talking about? Um, so the the who's who's your person that keeps you in line then? Because you had said like you have people that'll tell you like, hey man, that's just not that great. Like who who is it for you that uh, that really just puts puts it out there for you? Um, tells you so, the truth. So I mean, one is uh is uh, the guy that runs uh like the keg of laughs like the workshops mm-hmm. and stuff like that bob he's been a road comic for 20 years and yeah like, he'll tell like if something's not good he'll tell me be like that you know you, you should like work on that punch that up mm-hmm. you know and he'll he he's great as far as like giving advice and stuff like that um but i'm also like i've i've reached this cool point where like some of the the guys that are like way ahead of me like uh you know as far as like the rungs on the ladder yeah. you know what i mean like uh there's a there's a comic uh harry snover he's uh he's like a traveling feature mm-hmm. comic so like um he features for headliners so he'll typically do like 15 to 20 and he's working in like clubs and getting shows out of town and all this kind of stuff and yeah um he's headlined shows here in town now like he's that he's he he's like a local headliner and he's like building that you know that road work and stuff very cool um and then same thing with the guy uh greg uh gregory allison he's out of ocala so same thing local but building his way up to like that feature and stuff like that and they've both kind of like taken an interest in me and kind of invested some of their time and and wisdom and like i said i just soak it all up that's gotta make you you feel really good man i i I, it's it's dude it's your drive bro yeah Like, like it's that intense folks dude like i am i'm legitimately obsessed yeah. Like with comedy, like yeah. that's what you like if do. it like if it if if it were a lady, like I'd be in jail. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm creeping in that bitch's bushes. That's you know, like, <laughs> but that's what you gotta do. That, that yeah. that's how you get to where you want to go. Yeah. With well, it. and you it's, have to it's be the obsessed whole, with it. It's like that ten thousand hours thing. Yeah, you know, like it takes ten thousand hours hours to master that's anything. But like yeah. with comedy, it's not just ten thousand hours on stage. Like it's mm-hmm. ten thousand hours on stage to master stage. But even those it's, ten thousand hours on stage, you can go out and have that bad night regardless. Oh yeah, you know you could yeah. you could have a bad night for whatever reason. Yeah. Or you could just have a bad fucking crowd. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, but it's also like, know. but it's also, it's 10,000 hours of rehearsing and mm-hmm. it's 10,000 hours of writing. Yeah. And it's t- you know, 10,000 hours of, of chewing on material and figuring yeah. out where, where you're going to take it and what you're going to do with it and stuff like that. So I just, I, I dove all the way in. Like yeah. I said, I got my office downtown. Like I'm a graphic designer by day, you know, and <laughs> I, I luckily I, I, happen to fall into a job that is like perfect for me and i'm able mm-hmm. to like work from home and set my own schedule and stuff like that so and while you're sitting there doing graphic designing is this is is comedy just rolling through your head like oh, constantly yeah. oh yeah because that's kind of you know, that that was one of the reasons i stopped playing you know music was you know th- it stopped rolling around in my head you know there was there was a time in my life where it was just constant it was like we got to get out and play we got to get out on the road we got to do this we got to do that you're constantly thinking about the next big thing you're going to do. And then one day I just I just went away, you know. And I haven't had that until we started doing this podcast thing. And now it's kind of the same way. It's like, shit, we're, 
going out to comedy shows to specifically look for guys like let's let's go out and see you know if we can find some guys that'll be fucking some funny locals, and bring them man. on the shows. We want to we want to find know? all the locals people yeah. who are freaking yeah. uh, up and coming and wanting to do but big it's things all, for for Gainesville. But but for this for for me it's 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 constantly on the brain, you know. And that's why I know it's like I I'm, I'm loving it. I'm I'm enjoying a hell out of what we're doing. You know, building this this show, building the brand, you know, all that good stuff. It's a lot of fun, and I know that I'm having fun with it because I, it's just constant. Oh, it really yeah. is constantly rolling through my head. So, I mean, I'm, I called Cody, I th- or Cody called me earlier today. I think he was just calling to tell me something real quick, like, "Hey, I got this guest booked," and I bet I talked his ear off for like thirty minutes, like, "Oh man!" And then next, next after that, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and we gotta do this going. And it's like, I'm sure, he's over there going, "Dude, just shut the fuck." I'm like Nick. I gotta go, man. I gotta go. Man. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, yeah, but you know, it it that's it, it's all about having that passion that you know, burning man, it keeps yeah, you going. Well, and it's it's like it's the passion to do it, and it's like the you know the you know this could be something. And I think that's when I really turned the corner was like having a conversation uh, with Bob one day, and I was just like like. He just out of the blue. He's like, by the way, like you can do this. Like, I'm not saying you're gonna get like a Netflix special or anything like that, <laughs> but you could definitely, like, you the uh, as much as you write and as much as stuff like that, and as fast as you're improving, like as far as being on stage and your actual performing and things like that, you could definitely work your way up to being like a headliner and make like a comfortable living as like a touring comic. That's and, great, you know. And I was, that's all I needed to hear. Like, I, like I don't care if you tell you told me I can make a living doing the shittiest comedy job. Like, <laughs> but if you told me tomorrow, you're like, hey, you can make forty grand a year doing being Gallagher three, be like, bring me the fucking watermelon. Let's <laughs> Where's go. the hammer? You know, yeah. <laughs> can I borrow your tarp? <laughs> you guys might want to put that on. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna so, get messy. But yeah, so like ever since then, like I've approached it like career training yeah you know like if somebody's talking to me about comedy like i'm paying attention yeah you know uh so dude yeah when, when you become master of your craft man it's just such a good feeling uh by the way since we're talking about comedy and stuff like that uh just a quick shameless plug and i don't know why i haven't mentioned it before because you asked me about let's shows go. like twice <laughs> let's go uh this week coming up um there's gonna be three big shows with chris cope um, he's a like, he's been on television. He's been on like Kimmel, Conan. Mm. Um, he's yeah. been on Netflix's Cooking on High. Dang. Yeah. Um, cool. So he's from here. He's from Gainesville. Oh, no shit. Uh, yeah, he started here like 15 years ago and stuff. So, um, so he's gonna be doing. Uh, there's a show out at Chef Brothers 19th Hole in Turkey Creek on oh, Sunday yeah. at okay. six o'clock. So that's gonna be his first show in town. Um, and then Tuesday night at the World of Beer in Town of Tioga at 8.30. We're doing a special one-time-only Tuesday show. We typically do shows there Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Dang. guy's got to be out of town Thursday. So yeah. Um, and then he'll also be at the 34th Street World of Beer Wednesday night. That's at awesome. At 8 o'clock. So Is I'm he doing get... all those shows with him. No shit. Yeah. How'd you land that? Uh Write like wrote my ass off and got really good in a really short amount of time. Yeah, and yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. Yeah, like, baby. Yeah, took it serious and, you know, like, I feel like anything, like, if you're really passionate about anything, you're going to put the time in to do it as well as you can. Yeah. And, uh, like, some people, like, will get upset if that means that you, you move past where they are mm-hmm. on, in that process. Mm-hmm. But uh, not everybody moves at the same pace, man. Very like, true. you know. And That's 100% true. Yeah, so. And, dude, your hunger and your desire. Like, you know, like, that's one thing that people see that, dude, and they love that. Yeah. Like, they yeah. love it. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's basically all I do is I, I work and I then I just do comedy stuff. Right. That's really it. That's my whole life. If I'm not watching comedy, uh, if I, I'm sorry, if I'm not performing comedy or rehearsing comedy or writing comedy, I'm watching comedy and I'm just consuming comedy and, like, going back and looking at the greats and seeing, like, you know, what were the hot button issues, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years ago? And like, you know. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the whole uh, Chappelle thing? I know there was he took a lot of controversy over the Sticks and Stones special. I, I thought it was fucking yeah, so tremendous. I, I thought it was great, too. Yeah. It, it Okay. It's a great special. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Chappelle is brilliant. Like yeah. Dave Chappelle is kind of, he's the king of the mountain in comedy. Right mm-hmm. now. Like yeah. that's that's it. Like there's there's not a, there's not a one B. Yeah. Like. In the in the seventies, it was Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. You know? yes, in was. the eighties, mm-hmm. it was Eddie Murphy. Oh God! You know? uh, in the nineties, it was George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, right now it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Like there's it, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. And it's you know? like his second coming, man. Um, yeah. Now I understand, um, you know, that the thing in comedy is there's always going to be somebody that's not going to be happy with it. Well, of course, you know. Um, it, but I think that's kind of what makes great comedy. You're going to piss some people yeah, off. The, the, so I was talking about this with somebody the other day. And so like part of comedy, especially, especially if you're doing good comedy, like you're doing stuff that's like relative to people and it's current and it's about what's happening. Yeah. You know, you have to walk this tightrope. Mm-hmm. And like when you're working out that material, like they're um, separate but related incident, like, do you guys remember the thing with Louis C.K. when like yes. somebody in a club recorded that thing he was trying to work out about the Parkland stuff? Oh no, I didn't hear that. <clears throat> yeah, so he last was, thing I heard about Louis C.K. was uh, was I mean, all that, and yes. then and then the comeback where people weren't happy about his comeback was that that was kind of part of the comeback. was that before? Oh, okay, okay. So it's kind of it was after the you know the the big incidents mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, and it was kind of while he was working like the. The smaller clubs and stuff working on the comeback, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so he was trying. He tried this. He was trying to work out this Parkland bit. And the thing about comedy, like especially when you have jokes like that, yeah, is you've got it. You're constantly trying to hone it and yeah. adjust it and figure out like the exact formula to mm-hmm. what's going to make that you know like you and relevant and funny. And yeah, that's that, like a razor's yeah. edge topic. Too, yeah. So know, somebody filmed it in a club when it was still in the early stages. Oh. Yeah. Assholes. Yeah. And so it came off really bad, you know? Yeah. Um, But, and then obviously with the Dave Chappelle special, you know, everything that, you know, the things that he said, I understand there are going to be people that are upset about it, but there are also a lot of people that can identify with that. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that, that I, that, you know, they're like, you know, people are telling jokes about something that I can relate to. Yeah. And there are other people that are telling, you know, they kind of identify with it and, you know, they feel they have some of those feelings 
and either I mean I'm not saying everybody you know all of those feelings are valid and mm-hmm. stuff like that or or invalid you yeah. know if that's something that upsets you or let's say if you were a if you're a trans person and you you know you have that inner feeling sometimes that you're you know negatively affecting the sure. g- you know th- because everybody you know you don't know who internalizes stuff like that yeah so the fact that he's talking about it might mean it's okay for you to start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so people don't think about that side of it. Yeah. They only because it's only the people that are, you know, loudly offended by something mm-hmm. that are ever going to speak up. Yeah. And it takes you know? it takes a co- it takes comedy, man, to to make light of serious subjects, man, cuz if you do, if you have a serious subject and say it gets resolved and some people are still mad, it yeah. takes comedy to help people move forward with their lives. Yeah. Com- comedy ha- comedy has had such a huge role in just th- just humanity yeah in our lot li- like yeah. in the whole world one of the one of the things that affected me just greatly when i saw it uh was like david letterman um when they when when uh t- when the the late night shows started coming back after 9-11 you know it was one of the first like all right, it's time to return to normalcy, you right. know. And those those guys were some of the first out there using comedy to help us move past this right. crazy fucking thing that had happened. And yeah. so, I mean, I it's a it's a big big fucking deal. I, I think it's know, the comedy. it's the same thing like with people that make death that that make jokes at like funerals and wakes yeah. and stuff right. like that. Like some people deal with tragedy through humor my, he's my, trying to talk about a sensitive yes. subject using humor to hopefully potentially educate people yeah and you can you can listen to to comics talk about it all the time like co- comics that really like give a shit and are at that level that dave Chappelle's at he's not ju- only trying to mm-hmm. make people laugh he's also trying to provide a social commentary yeah yeah so, which which so uh, and honestly here we are we're still talking yeah. about it Mo- how long ago is it it came out what two oh, months ago three shit. months ago yeah like yeah. so yeah, people are talking about the issue so even if you hate dave Chappelle because of his jo- because of the jokes he made well i didn't even feel like yeah. I, I thought that like the jokes that he was making were more making fun of the people that were offended exactly you know? like That's it wasn't even saying. it's not like he was you know, bagging that, on trans people. He no. was bagging on people who get offended so, by him saying anything. You know, well, about, that, about but trans also, related. I feel like in that joke, he's calling out like the people that are in the LGBT community that do feel that way towards trans people. Yeah. Like as a way of saying like, this is fucked up in your own community. Right. You know, right. like there are people that feel like this. Yeah. So I feel, I thought like, you know, Again, it just all depends on how you break it down, right. and if you ca- if you can if you give it another chance. And sometimes when you go back and re-listen to things, but people that are offended right off the bat aren't going to give it that second chance and go back and yeah. say, "What was he really saying underneath it?" Either well, you know, and, and they given, tightened up as soon as he's you yeah. know as soon as the subject was brought up. Well, and given given the fact that you've been into comedy for you know you said about six months, and, and I'm sure I know it was a it was it was boiling in under there, you know longer than six months but uh having been actively out there doing it for the past six months how has that culture affected your way of thinking your writing you know what you get up there and you want to say does that make you you know a little gun shy in a sense like oh you know that's funny and you know i might have had a couple of people that laughed about that but i probably probably shouldn't say that you know because it's gonna 
it may be taken the wrong way, like it, this early in your career. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like I, there's definitely, there's been stuff like I want to talk about and tell jokes about. And I, I don't know like the right words to use sometimes. And mm-hmm. so I kind of have to figure out how to, okay, how do I tiptoe around this subject mm-hmm. and talk about it? Um, and some of like some of it's just some of it's not ready for the stage yet. Some of it, you know, I would some of it I'll I'll try in certain like I'll try in certain venues versus others. Yeah. You know, because um, something I've learned recently, like talking to some of the you know some of these shows, like there are headliners from out of town and traveling comics and stuff. So I've been able to talk to a lot of those guys, and uh, some of the you know some of the advice that I've gotten is you know. Again, it's not that I'm trying to be offensive, but some subjects like there are certain crowds and audiences that aren't going to listen. Yeah. You know, um, and so I don't I won't try those jokes in yeah. those crowds. Know your you audience, know, but, right? Yeah. You know, if I'm out in like the suburbs somewhere, you know, versus, you know, like a like a hipster bar. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Um and I think that's the thing. I think people are tr- are because like woke culture is such a thing. I think Ugh. people are are so hyper aware of trying to be woke that Ugh. they're overdoing it. Yeah. Ugh. And I think sometimes like sometimes you have to consider intent. Yeah. You know, like if somebody's saying something to be harmful, that's a whole different thing is right. than if somebody's trying to say something to try and connect with people in illicit humor. Yeah. You are so right on that. Yeah, that is that, that <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, that is you know? 100% the fucking yeah. key. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, those people that make, like, questionable jokes in, like, office buildings and <laughs> things like that. Like, no. Like, there, there's cer- there are certain obvious situations. Like, you know, when somebody's in a place that's doing a comedy show and has a microphone, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, here's your medical marijuana <laughs> yeah. card. Where a guy comes up before the show starts right. and tells you the entire purpose of what's about yeah. to happen is to try and make people laugh. This is comedy. Yeah. Hello. You know, you walked in and it said comedy club over the fucking doorway. <laughs> Pay attention. Do you, you know? know where you are? <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, and also, like, you have to remember, like, the original, like, the whole um, comedy plus time, or I'm sorry, tragedy plus time equals comedy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, that's literally, like, the entire origin of comedy God, that is, is so true. We're going to take something tragic and we're going to try and and make the make it funny. Yeah. And so maybe, but again, it's, it's the tragedy plus time. And Mm -hmm. so I think right now, like there, we're in that weird point in time where it's, yeah, you know, Uh, yeah, you're, you're just obviously, you know, with Chappelle, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's able to make fun of those things and he's, he's taking a lot of heat, but he also, he's just that, I don't give a fuck. But he's also, he's also so huge that you can't cancel. It doesn't, yeah, Yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I would go see him anywhere, anytime. Have you heard? You know? Okay, like come, like Kanye West is considering running for president. Have you heard the batshit stuff that oh Kanye says? Oh my god! You yes. know, <laughs> Kanye. Yeah. Kanye has been talking some batshit stuff. He should forever, be a comedian forever. Uh, <laughs> I think he thinks he is, <laughs> no. but he just hasn't told anybody yet. Uh, you know, like yeah. I, I think like what if Kanye West is really just doing like an Andy Kaufman impression of Kanye West? You that, know? that may be the best explanation I've heard for, you know what, for, I mean? for what like the fuck he's, he's just got created going this, on. Like Kanye West is just this caricature <laughs> that he's created <laughs> and no one will ever meet the real Kanye West because he's just decided like I'm not slipping out of character. Yeah, right. I'm staying in this whole thing. 
What's that? Uh, what's that? What's that movie where the dude? Oh my God! Guy who played Iron Man. What's his name? Robert Downey. Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. What's his? Name? What's that movie where they were in the jungle? They were actors. Oh, Tropic the uh, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. He was he was locked in character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, like Kanye West is really just the best actor we've ever seen. <laughs> like he's just he is Daniel Day Lewis every goddamn every day. <laughs> that guy's a beast, Daniel Day Lewis. Love that guy. Yeah, I, I just want to know when are we going to have the Trans Olympics, man? I, when, you know what? I, I'm not. E- I I don't even. Uh, I I just. Oh God. <laughs> <sighs> we need Trans Olympics, man. Can't well, wait I for do. That. I do think you know, I, we've talked about it before, but I mean, I do definitely think that you know, genetically, you gotta you gotta compete against. Yeah, you know other superhumans. Sure, whatever works. Whatever they. But I mean the whole like, uh, my wife was on an episode with us, and you know we talked pretty extensively. Well, she talked pretty extensively about uh, (laughs) you know (laughs) when female athletes uh, or or transgendered female athletes competing against um, other females against cis women. She was she was not too happy about it. So. You know, which I understand. You know, it's it's a it's a tough deal, but I mean that's that's it's 2019, man. That's the, that's where we're, that's where it's at. I, I just think it's offensive to women. Like well, women shouldn't allow that. That's 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 the world we live in, bro. Hey, man, that's just me. <laughs> just me. I'm just saying. Long, like I said, as long as I ain't gotta watch, you know, like UFC fights where it's you know somebody God. punching, like I don't want to see all that. Me neither, man. So, you know. Forget it, but uh, what um, where's where is the place around Florida, like Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville? Where's the where's the destination for um, comedy around here? I mean, they all have they all kind of have their actually. I'm not sure about Tampa. I haven't really been to Tampa for anything for any shows yet. But like Ebor um, Ebor City, yeah, Ebor City, like, man, that place is popping. Yeah, that's pretty pretty happening. Um, yeah, I I've got to check out Tampa more, but like I've done some shows in Orlando. Um, I've met a excuse me, I've met a, a lot of the Jacksonville comics. Yeah. Um. So and like going up to this show next week, that's gonna be like my first time meet you know going and doing shows with those guys out yeah. there. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Like, but I think, um, as far as like destination wise, like I think I can do shows in all of those places from here. So I'm going to kind of stay in this area. Cause like I said, it's such a cool, like, I feel like, like not to sound too hipstery or like blow it up too much, but like <laughs> some people are talking about like the, like the downtown Gainesville culture being killed off right now. Yeah. But I think. Yeah. Part of that is because the culture is popping up in so many other places yeah. around town. Right. You know, like there's so many point. like there's so many cool bands and stuff like that that are coming into like Tioga and doing stuff out in Tioga. And like there's going to be so much more stuff in Celebration Point. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Celebration you know, point. Um, and there's like there's just so many more places for things to happen. And the more we start doing that, the more we start like building that up. Like this could be like a really cool scene for oh, you know, cultural stuff. Yeah, you know, like I'm doing a I'm doing a show tomorrow night downtown in a barber shop. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. There's just like they they do like a, I don't know if they do it monthly or not. This is my first time doing it, but uh, I found out about it. Like somebody posted in like a Facebook, uh, like a community group, like a word of mouth group, right? And was like asking for comedians because apparently they've done like they've been doing like a like a hip hop R and B spoken word poetry like open mic in this barbershop like every cool, couple man. months, and now they're opening it up to comedy. So I'm going out and doing it, man. Like, like I'm, I'm just gonna go have a good time, and you know, and you know, get some time in front of a microphone and hang out with some cool people. Dude. And like, this is just one more thing in the Gainesville comedy, in the in the comedy scene, and in the culture scene in Gainesville. Like, that's so great, bro. That's that's, 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 that's a, cool a coconut salon and barbershop. Yes, that's pretty wild. Might have to uh, make a run down there. Yeah, Check don't let them touch the beard. Whatever you do. <laughs> no, actually, I just got it trimmed up, and I was really upset about it. Like, I asked her to clean up like the edges and stuff, and then she took like three inches off my oh beard. My yeah. God. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 anytime I go to a barber, do not touch my fucking beard. Which, which he <laughs> just yeah, fucked up and, and had to shave it, it off. <laughs> Woke up you still know. sleeping, trying to fucking yeah, you know. Yeah. How it goes, fucked it up. We've all been there. I, I I stopped pretty much going to see anybody, you know. It's just, of course, it's just gray. It's yeah. not well, much I can fucking do. The only it. reason I even let them do it is because it was Wednesday morning. I was going to that show in Orlando that night. Oh. Um, my Jeep was being worked on, and I just like like went to the like the nearest barber shop, <laughs> you know. And I was like, I need to just clean this up, you know. I did that. Uh, I did that once. I said, "Yeah, can you trim me up?" And the guy grabbed the uh, clippers, and, zzz, and I was like, "No, <laughs> fuck!" I mean, there's something to be said about a man with a good beard. Yeah, I agree. Like, dude, I agree. Yeah, like I seriously, if I see a man who doesn't have a beard, I just immediately look at him and go, "Man, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust you." You know. <laughs> I, uh, he's, he says, "As he's not having, he it's has coming no beard. back, Nick. It's yeah. it's getting there." You you actually look more normal this week than uh, you did last week. I uh, I strongly stand by the scientific fact that uh, if your dad didn't have a beard at some point in your childhood, you had two moms. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, how about this? My dad never had a beard, but he had a fucking mustache. Uh, uh, Count you, it. You All can, right. Yeah, yeah. Burt yeah. Reynolds is a yes. sex symbol. Yes. Hey, thank you. Yeah, a good mustache will fucking take you far in Dude, life. My dad had the biggest power stash you had Fuck ever yeah. seen. It was awesome. If you man. Get, if you got a, like a Burt Reynolds or yes, a, or a uh, Tom Selleck style, that now man, here, here's the only thing about beast. here's the only thing Selleck. with mustaches. Okay, is not everyone with a mustache is creepy. But every creep has a mustache. So <laughs> I, I feel like a creep True. would have like the pencil thin oh, mustache. The, yeah, yeah. Like a Frenchman. Uh, like a like a like a oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the villain from yes. Pink Panther. You yes. Know? yes. Have a have a cigarette on the end of that long or pole. The one that, or the one that or you know Boris the, from Rocky the, the and mustache that just has hasn't little... quite grown in, you know, real wispy Ooh. fucking you look like you're like twelve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't I, here's who i don't trust beard wise i don't trust anybody with a neck beard mm-hmm. oh. that has a mobile device <laughs> <laughs> neck beards are only acceptable in communities that don't use automobiles or power tools yes Man. or cellular yes. devices so true <laughs> okay what the <laughs> I was thinking more like Amish. What the oh, hell are you doing with your face, Jeremiah? <laughs> Go back to central Pennsylvania <laughs> and churn that goddamn butter. 
<laughs> get that out of my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. At least, uh, you know. Yeah, you don't shave the mustache off. What no. do you do? Even with, I'll tell you how bad my hatred of the neck beard is. Right, <laughs> I was. I hate the neck beard so much. Uh, for the first. 11 years of his career i fucking hated lebron james oh my god <laughs> you know i, I yes. really had a hatred for that thing yeah. too i was like what is he as doing as soon as he got rid of the neck beard i was like hey this lebron felt is pretty good you guys <laughs> uh, i don't know if you've heard of him or not <laughs> <laughs> oh <good>. my god <laughs> So, yeah. But but if you shave it off, though, if you ever shave, if you're ever in a situation where you have to, uh, for one, I understand. I had to shave, mine. There, I had to shave mine. So I've had a beard since I got out of the military, except when I've had to have like job situations. Like you're I right. had to shave my beard off when I, I worked at UPS oh, okay. as a seasonal employee. What kind oh, of shit, shit is that? Yeah. yeah. yeah so like, we're going to go do. ahead and demasculate <laughs> you real fast. And, uh... <laughs> well... Uh, the UPS is like it's you're we're we're gonna like demasculinate your face, but we're gonna masculinate your life because now you got a real job. Yeah, yeah, so that's like, true. yeah and they pay really real. well. Stand UPS up straight, fucking they do, they do great, well. dude. Yeah, uh, my my best friend's dad has worked for UPS for yep twenty seven some I don't know twenty something years. Been mm-hmm. there forever. Yeah, I had a, I had a friend growing up. His dad also he I think he might have retired from there. And they lived in a beautiful home, man. Oh yeah, gated yeah. community. Yeah, if you can get in there, man, it's 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 a smart thing to do. But right. if you but if you do shave your beard, because I, I'm I'm just wondering if this is just me. What are what's the what's the steps? Because you can't, you don't just like. Oh no 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 no! no. You try you know? every exactly. You try every facial hairstyling exactly. on the way out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like I've, I've. It goes one. Okay, you go. You take one piece away at a time, like yes. a fucking serial killer. Yes. Okay, you're just carving that thing up. Yes. Dexter exactly. style. Exactly. See, I gotta. I always. I always start here. I, I cut through this, and so I have like a really long. Uh, mutton chop sideburns, yep. you know, yep. and then you got the goatee with the mustache yes. and shit, and and then uh, I don't know. It all it all works down to you. Eventually, you know, you do the Fu Manchu, and and then you got to you know you do a little Hitler stash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's done it. Fuck you. Yeah, everybody's fucking it, done it because because then you look at it, and you're like. I just don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, like I mean, how has that ever really, like, how has that ever a fucking mustache? Again, same thing. Fa- I think I just judge dudes based on facial hair. I think I'm like a, I think I'm like a facial profiler. Like, I just realized, like, I did the same thing, like with LeBron. I did the same thing I did with LeBron. I did that to Michael Jordan when he did that Haynes commercial with the with the mustache for about six months while that mustache was on the air. Kobe Bryant was the greatest player of all time. <laughs> as soon as that commercial stopped airing, fuck you, Kobe. Like, like Kobe, like Kobe Bryant for six months was like, if you had like adopted a child after your real son went missing. <laughs> And then your real son came home. It's <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, My it. baby. <laughs> oh, shit. That's pretty good. Uh, if you were adopted, I apologize if that happened to you. Oh, man. Uh, I just assume that's how that situation goes. Oh, my cheeks are burning, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, See, 
the whole marijuana thing and clarity. I lit that bowl up. I, again, I have my medical card. Just a quick disclosure for you <laughs> listeners: like, don't let's don't let's not have the sheriff's office come kicking in a, like his front door or anything. <laughs> it's all legal here. I, I, I think I got a permit number. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. He's he's legit. I feel like this is like like getting pulled over without a hunting license or something. You know? <laughs> no, I got it. Uh, pay, uh, Three zero seven four is the last four. All right, we're good. We're good. So now, how much? How much? I, let me see that thing. How much are you able to carry with you at any given time? Um, I think it's on under twenty. Fuck, I don't. Know. I think is it's it under, under two tw- ounces. Yeah, I think it's on. I think it's like two ounces. That is because I just a signed lot. a petition the other day at uh like the Micanope Fall Fest, the Micanope uh, Fall Festival. I was there, man. Festival. I was yeah, there. I was there too. So that the place people was like they were crazy. doing the. Uh, the yes you know the, what I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the little sign up petitions. petitions there it is there you go damn bro this thing is so legit <laughs> hey man that's nuts dude <laughs> i'm surprised you can see that with your glaucoma cody uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> just just trying to get it on the record for you <laughs> that's all no, you know I, so uh, you want to know something crazy though like with the marijuana card because i talked about this like the whole having the concealed carry permit thing Mm. like i called like when i first like got my marijuana card i was like oh shit i'm about to go buy weed you know like (laughs) and and i did at the time like i didn't realize how the whole system worked and how like um dispensaries are like an all-cash business and everything like Mm. that because technically it's still a federal crime so their money could get seized and frozen and shit no shit yeah yeah so I didn't realize like how off book like dark ops kind of shit was going on. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, I'm about to go buy marijuana. Uh, and there's like a government database of every time I buy marijuana now. <laughs> and I was like, I should probably find out if I can like have a, like, can I even own a gun now? You know, Dude, that's so, legit. Yeah. You can't, you can't uh, yeah. drink. You can't have a, yeah. if you had a sip of alcohol and you pull a trigger on somebody, you are going yeah. to do life. Exactly. Um, so I called. I don't know about life. Oh yeah, you did but, murder. You, you just know. murdered somebody. Well, under the influence. There's a gray area. There's a gray area. No, there's not. There's a gray area. No, there's not. There's a gray area in country music, and that's about <laughs> it. Like <laughs> in country music, if your boyfriend hits you, you're allowed to get drunk and shoot him in the face. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. There's a yeah, whole song true. about it. I think there's a couple. <laughs> There's a, there's yeah. a, You're also allowed to key their truck yeah. And, yeah. Make a, and basically drop a mixtape about I, I, it. I, but, but let's be honest. If she looks like Carrie Underwood, she's pretty much allowed to do whatever the fuck no, she no, wants. No. Well, no, no, no. Like, think about it. Like, <laughs> Damn right. Like, Cardi B put in a song about how she used to, like, drug and rob dudes oh when she was a God. stripper and everybody oh. loses their mind. But Carrie Underwood writes a song about completely, like, Vandalizing <laughs> someone's vehicle and nothing happens. It was a passion, a uh, love, or a crime of passion. Crime of passion. It was a crime of passion. The sheriff of wherever the fuck Carrie Underwood is from owes the public some explanations. <laughs> I demand justice. I loved that truck <laughs> more than that bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm just man. saying. But yeah, I so, voted for her. I'm just saying there's to win a, American Idol, goddammit. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a double standard in music. Is all I'm saying. Like, if you want to measure white privilege, that's what it is. You can make, you can make a freestyle country music rap song 
about committing a crime and nothing will happen. But if you write a rap song about having a gun, they're going to search your bus. Oh, my God. I fucking Willie, hate Cardi B for the Willie record. Nelson's entire oh. career was based on the fact that he smoked weed. That, I smoked that is weed true. with Willie Nelson. That is true. Willie Nelson. Did you really? Willie yeah, Nelson paid police officers <laughs> as security at his shows and just walked around smoking weed in front of them. <laughs> Dude, they didn't care. It's fucking Willie Nelson. He got busted yeah. years ago, though. Like, yeah. What Every he, once in like, a while, like, yeah. somebody will get a wild hair up their ass and they're like, I'm going to arrest Willie Nelson. Shit. It, Sorry, so it was my I was, fault. I was young, right? I, I was I lived in this giant neighborhood, and he was coming to Plant City uh, for uh, the Strawberry Festival, mm-hmm. and he was performing there. And uh, I guess one of one of my buddies in high school, he was uh, he was a golf instructor, and we lived on this big ass golf course. And uh, I'm fucking riding my bike around the goddamn neighborhood and shit, being a hoodlum. And uh, I, I run next to him, and my buddy's like, Cody. Cody, you got any bud? And I'm like, hell yeah, I got some weed. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sure as shit, I walk up to him, and I'm looking at this dude, I'm like, damn, you look familiar. Who, who's this guy? That's fucking Willie Nelson. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think the best part about that story is how much credit is owed to Willie Nelson's like marketing team and booking agent. <laughs> <laughs> and he booked a Willie Nelson show in Plant City. <laughs> Hey, the Strawberry Festival is a big Those deal. Those posters huh? were fucking amazing. <laughs> the '90s were were pretty rough for Willie, if I remember. It was, well, it was the '90s, right? But dude, the guy said nothing the whole time we chilled. I mean, dude, we were still young kids. <laughs> I think they Willie, were playing golf. I think Willie Nelson's like the only like old timey celebrity we've got left that hasn't done something racist or fucked up yet. Keith Richards is he? Has he done anything crazy? Shown his face. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think I saw. Have you seen that thing? Oh my god! Keith Richards' face. He looks like the talking trees from like the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh my god! (laughs) Like you can tell how old he is by measuring the depth of his facial fissures. That is one of the. That is probably the most accurate fucking description I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I'm on a fucking roll, boys. (laughs) Holy shit! You guys, you guys remember that old YouTube video of just like that shitty frat boy where he's like, "You see this fucking haircut?" You guys remember (laughs) that? The new haircut guy. Yeah, he's like. Not now, Chief. I'm in the fucking zone. Yes. That's what's going on in the porch here. Jager bombs. Jager bombs. Oh, no, I did. I th- HGH. I think I, I think I saw a thing. Uh, I saw a thing on Facebook. It was talking about we need to start thinking about what kind of world we're going to leave behind for Willie and. Uh, and Keith Richards, <laughs> you know, and Betty White. Betty White's right fucking up Betty there White's with them all be too. Around until the end of she's God. got something. She's got a secret to something. I don't know. Maybe it's, she's got the same Doctor Joe Rogan does. Yeah. All fucking three Do of them. Do you guys ever watch Doctor Who? No, I, I, I I've never not. watched it. So when they rebooted Doctor Who, there was this weird episode where like they're coming back to watch like the basically like Earth's last moment before it like implodes or whatever happens Dang. to it. Um, and like they're there with the last human being, but basically all she's just like a face stretched out like <laughs> like leather <laughs> floating Jesus. in like a tank of water to keep her like hydrated or something. Um, and be- that's Betty White. <laughs> basically, that's going to be Betty White. Betty White is going to be around to watch 
the end of the planet. Oh, man. That woman is a treasure. She deserves it. Yeah. Betty White has one of my, like, the my favorite jokes of all time, and it's just because it's a joke that, like, I could never tell, but it's also, it's so fucking clever. And it wasn't even, like, a joke. It was just, like, this offhanded thing, you know, just somewhat like, um, like, when people are are being, like, you know, weak or, you know, blah, 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 or intimidated or anything like that or scared or, you know, not performing, people will call him a pussy. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know why that's such an insult. Vaginas are, like, the most durable thing on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember they said something like, those things can really take a pound. Yeah, or... that's what it was. Oh, my God. Oh. The things you, Betty White, the, the things you, know, you don't expect from a 90-plus-year-old woman. That was know? the great part. Do you guys uh, remember Cloris Leachman? I love Cloris Leachman. Yes. Is she a golden a, girl, too? No, no, no. no, no. She was uh, she, hell, She was on a lot of different yeah, things. I, I can't think of anything uh, on the top of my head. I think one of my... Fi- she was in... Uh, what was that show with the baby? Raising Hope? Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like the, the grandmother with like the dementia yep, and stuff. And yep. that. And, that was a good um, one. Yeah, but she's been around Hollywood like forever. Forever. You know? And she was on one of the roasts. She was on the Bob Saget roast. Oh, oh my rock, God, the Bob that's Saget right. Roast. Yes. And she's like this 80-year-old woman comes up to the mic looking like Keith Richards. Yeah. And yep. then her first line is, I'm not here to roast Bob Saget. I'm here to fuck John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most brilliant thing I had ever heard. Yes. Yes. That shit and was now, funny. And ever since, I've wanted to fuck Cloris Leachman. <laughs> Out of respect. She's still around. She's still kicking. Yeah. You got a chance yeah. then. You got a chance. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> Knocking at the door like Father Time. <laughs> or like the Grim Reaper. Let me get you nice and warmed up. Rub some Bengay into them hips. <laughs> oh, <my God>. uh. <laughs> we'll, we'll do some oh. hot yoga. Oh, oh, we, no. we, we've had a conversation out here about hot yoga. I'm sure uh, Kristen Crisp. Shivasana. Sanity Guru. Jesus Christ, you still remember that. <laughs> Sanitygurus.com. Teach you all about hot yoga. How to get Cloris Leachman in the in the sack. So where's uh where I know I we mean had... at this point I could probably just ask, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's been a while. Oh my god. <sighs> Hey, how would you ask that question? Would you uh, just be like, hey? Well, I'd want to get like clear and like, you know, <laughs> obvious consent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah oh my just, God. So, <laughs> uh, my, I'd, st- I'd probably first. start. I'd probably start with just a quick un- introduction like, hey, uh, I'm a big fan. I love your work. Huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my name's AJ Wilkerson. Um, and how long ago did you take your medication? <laughs> I want to make sure my next question, you're not under the influence of anything. <laughs> you know? And then just roll with it. And also, have you been, like, screened for Alzheimer's? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Because I do not want my tombstone to read. AJ Wilkerson stabbed to death. Oh my god. After 
Cloris Leachman woke up confused <laughs> next to him <laughs> and thought he was an intruder. <laughs> Jesus Christ, y'all. <laughs> I'm fucking crying over here. I swear to God. I'd have to, I'd have oh to set God. up like a 50 first date scenario where I have a pre like pre-recorded message like <laughs> Cloris, don't murder me. <laughs> I've been with you for years. <laughs> so <laughs> So where, uh, Jesus Christ, where, um, I'm just saying there's something sexy about a lady that like survived World War II. Oh my God. <laughs> there's just, there's something about it. If you don't fucking use that line on stage, <laughs> I swear to fucking God. I just stare just at the saying, oldest yeah. person <laughs> in the room. <laughs> I'm just saying. The oh. sex is better if they lived through the Great Depression. There it is. I want to hear that shit. Oh my god. She knows, she she's got bedroom techniques that died out with the flappers. Oh god. So, I Do you know what kind of ball work it takes? <laughs> To make F. Scott Fitzgerald come. Oh my God! Uh, and for the for those of you who may not be be in the know, that's the guy who wrote the Great Gatsby. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Education jokes. That movie is so good. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> did a great job. <laughs> oh, I don't oh, know how we shit. got here. I don't even know, but I like but, it. Yeah. yeah. I don't even care. I like hurt. it. This is one of those. This <laughs> this is one of those episodes where the uh, the journey is the destination. Oh my All god! Right. That's, that's the journey is the best part. Oh my goodness! So where uh, I know we we had talked a little bit about uh, potential for you know relocation and stuff like that. If you could go anywhere to take it next level, where would it be? Where's where's it happening nowadays? I think my next destination, like when I move from Gainesville, it I would probably say like Atlanta or Nashville. Yeah. Probably Atlanta because uh, the rent in Nashville is fucking astronomical. Right. I, I, I like was like low key like looking at it, like just kind of like you know like dream boarding, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit like what's rent look like in Nashville, <laughs> and uh, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Gainesville's fucking high, dude. <clears throat> It's, yeah. it's definitely gotten up yeah. there over the years. No. My, my first apartment, I was paying like 215 bucks a month. Oh, that's cake work. That was half of, yeah, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> what about, uh, what's happening out in like Austin area? I mean, Austin. I know Austin's got yeah. a big music scene going on. And actually next week we got uh, Houston Keen, who's a, uh, used to be a local musician here, moved out to Austin. Trying to make a go of it, but I know there's a lot of performance art in general going yeah. on out Austin area. Um, so just like taking advice from like a guy like Bob, that was a road comic and stuff like that, right. and like seeing like the like, if I want to make a serious go at it, you know, it's got to be like a, uh, you know, like a planned progression. Mm -hmm. So the idea is like, um, stay here, central locations like Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, everything like that. Um, and book and basically get on the road. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Nick's dying. The the, the fucking uh, World War Two thing popped <laughs> in my head, and I just I started laughing again. I'm sorry. Somebody are you losing volume. Yeah. On the headphones. Yeah. Something weird happened. Wait, 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 there we go. There we go. We're good. Yeah. Good? Yeah. yeah better. Yep. Yeah. That's fucking we weird. We haven't had that. Yeah. That's first. Uh, <clears throat> well, that's so. We got another one. <laughs> if it breaks. Um, yeah, sorry to, uh, pulled everybody off track there. So you were saying, uh, Atlanta, so Atlanta would be your, uh, I think so. So like the idea would be like long-term, you know, like, you know, planning and stuff like that is, you know, stay here, centralized location, you know, get on the road and start doing road, road work and stuff like that. Build up that experience, you know, is it the East coast better these days or is it West coast? Like. Everybody says differently. Like yeah. it, it just kind of depends. Like you know, it, well, eventually, I, I think the idea eventually <clears throat> is going to be to end up in like, uh, probably in Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, uh, I have like I, I just feel like with me being such a like good old Southern boy. Yeah, don't feel like New York City is really the. <laughs> you know, I don't think they like us up there too much. Get I on. mean, and look. I'm actually like I'm I'm pretty woke for a redneck I think you know like I'm yeah I'm all for all all of that kind of stuff I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty politically like I said my only big thing is like is is you know the Second Amendment really yeah. and that's just you know I still think you know common sense gun laws like like I said the whole <coughs> major depressive all that kind sure. of stuff you know um, but. uh everything else i'm pretty i'm pretty left-leaning i'm pretty you know yeah you know i I think uh i don't think men should be involved in a conversation about women's bodies i agree uh i uh i'm actually a big with all the political stuff going on right now i'm really intrigued by that andrew yang fella you know i saw your uh i saw your shirt and i and i will i will preface this by saying we generally do not talk politics yeah. in portugal yep. so we Fair. will we will make it light but uh um i had a friend of mine his name's lance he's a big big yang fan he lives up in north carolina now but he was he was from here um and he was doing a lot of uh work for the campaign and stuff like that and i spent a good amount of time reading and watching and listening to uh you know, um, Yang and any any of the opposition. Like I always, I yep. listen to all of it. You know, I don't, yep. I don't. I it doesn't matter which side I'm on. Uh, I listen to all of it and I try to take everybody in. Um, <clears throat> and I try. You know, I think that the, the 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 common sense has to be you know from all around. And my common sense generally lands me in the middle of all of that. Um, yep, I'm uh, you I'm know, right there with which you. Which I think that that tends to be the case. You know, I mean. Most of us, we vote one way or another, but we tend to almost always be like lumped together in the middle, you know, um, which is kind of crazy. But yeah. And it, it's just one of those things. It's hard to have a an, an adult conversation about these. hundred percent. But hundred percent. So, yeah. So we're not going to do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate when but, people uh, start talking politics and they start insulting each other. That's you, the you, worst. Yeah. You, know, you can't have a conversation about politics without insulting somebody. Man, you're an idiot. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, no, like even just even with with all of my, you know, left leanings and stuff like that, 
I still look like I look. And I know that's not a great thing to say on a podcast. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing is that yeah. when I saw you at the high dive, you were wearing a Yang Gang shirt, and and you may have been wearing a hat too. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I was wearing uh, my <clears throat> autistic AF uh, hat. <laughs> I got a hat with my uh, with my Instagram handle on it, so it's at autistic uh, at autistic AF dot comedy. It's so gangster. Yeah, beautiful that's gangster dude. Um, say that say that for him again. It's uh, autistic AF dot comedy. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, and uh, Twitter. I'm a uh, at bourbon naps, bourbon naps, <laughs> bourbon naps. Nice. Yeah, uh, with you all of <laughs> all of the ends spelled regularly. I where 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 would people out. go to find you? Uh, are, are you on YouTube? Uh, YouTube? You got a Facebook um, site? Website? I've got a I've got a a YouTube video out. Um, it's uh, just a, a single set. So mm-hmm. the thing in comedy that's weird is like, it's a little. It's I guess that's where it kind of differs from music is. With comedy, like once your jokes are kind of out there, they're out there. Yeah. You know, if like people see you on YouTube and then they come to see you live, mm-hmm. they don't want to see you do the material you did on YouTube. Right? Yeah. Because they've you already know? seen it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like people will play songs over and over again. They don't typically listen to jokes over and over again. <laughs> you know, that's why when your buddy's like, hey, did I tell you the one about the jackrabbit and the preacher? And you're like, yeah, 57 <laughs> times. Shut the fuck up about it. You know? Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, with comedy like especially being new i'm not really putting material out there yet um i've got i've record all my sets um just you know because i go back and i watch them and i look at you know what i did and body language and all that kind of stuff and um so i've got stuff recorded but there's a lot of stuff you know you don't want to put online until you're done telling on stage of course that's typically like you know obviously with the big guys in comedy you know uh, once that special comes out they're Mm -hmm. telling new jokes on stage by then you yeah. know uh but uh but yeah i've got i've got a youtube clip it's actually it's pinned on my twitter uh so because my bourbon channel, naps uh, yep bourbon naps bourbon naps <laughs> yep. i love that yeah <laughs> i love the autistic as fuck <laughs> yeah now is that autistic af is that uh that's your your handle on Instagram. Instagram yep. Okay. Yep. Instagram. And uh, do you have a website or anything people can get information updates about where you're going to be at where they can see you uh, not yet. I'm actually I'm working on a website. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna do a website, and then uh, the the only one I haven't really done yet is I haven't done like a comedy page for Facebook. Um, so I've just got my personal Facebook. Um. But yeah, I'm probably gonna do the uh, you know the whole comedy page thing. Um. But yeah, you can you can find me on there. Uh, I you know mention my shows on everything, and yeah. Dude, I th- I think you're super brave, bro. Just just the fact that you can be on be somewhere and and actually say some stuff about be honest with with yourself and everyone else is it's super that's amazing, bro. And Thanks, I love that man. it drives Thanks. you, you know. Like, it's <clears throat> the it's the coolest fucking like job. Like this is this is a way cooler gig than being an Uber driver. Fuck. Like, <laughs> I did that yeah. for a while and. All I got out of that were a couple of tickets, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and well, it, and I had to clean vomit out of my car. So, <laughs> well, we we uh we need to we need to have you come back and um you know talk about being an Uber driver and uh, obviously and, and and everything else that you got coming up and um because this is this has been a blast, man. Like, oh, thanks, it, it, a lot. This has yeah. been, thanks a lot. This has been fucking great, and. Uh, 
Autistic AF on Instagram. AutisticAF.comedy and Bourbon Naps. Bourbon Naps on Twitter. Yep. And uh, AJ Wilkerson. AJ. This has been a blast. All and, right. Uh, thanks a lot for having me, I'm guys. certain that we time. are going to hear a lot more coming from you in the future. And um, that's it. That's all we got for tonight. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, go over to uh, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, PorchvillePod.com. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to them. And remember, as always, you can find us right here on the porch. Much love to you. This is another PorchvillePod.com. Sayonara from myself and Cody. We out of here. And Mr. A.J. Wilkerson. A.J. Wilkerson. What a blast. We'll see you next time. Let's do this.